What's up, what's up, what's up, Snap Survivors? I am Tasha Pierce. This is After the Snap, a virtual refugee camp for everyone affected by Thanos Snap. everybody what's going on welcome to after the snap if this is your first time welcome to the party and if you are a returning visitor thanks for coming back great to see you and because uh, i've been noticing that the numbers are getting bigger our little uh refugee camp is blowing up and i want to acknowledge that there have been some that i can see just from the area on the map yet you've been down with me for a long time uh, I know uh, Baltimore has been down with me for a long time Indiana has been hanging out with me Illinois has been hanging out with me Texas and California you guys are my staples then I'm starting to see some new ones like Pennsylvania showing up Ohio showing up I saw Indonesia gosh who else I mean Australia's been hanging out for a little while uh, Ireland kind of is like been here but you know they fell off a little bit and then they started coming back so I see you all and I thank you I really and truly thank you for coming and kicking it with me week after week hopefully it's been fun hopefully you're learning something about me as far as a personality concern is concerned what I know about all of us is that we uh, share an affinity for these movies these cinematic universes the transformers dc marvel there's a common love and whatever brings people together we need to do more of that right so thank you so much one that i was super excited about was nigeria i like i i shouted that out to uh to my snap survivor group as a matter of fact to facebook in general everybody everybody heard that one because i'm just so excited about the growth of the show and i cannot wait to see how much further we go this year the sky is the limit right so speaking of growing the show how about everybody do me a favor if you are a longtime listener subscribe to me somewhere rate and review the show on on itunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts rate and review the show and subscribe to the show those two things are going to help grow the audience even more trust me and then maybe we get noticed by some sponsors and i can get have cool giveaways i am planning at least one giveaway and it's not going to be anything huge because you know the whole circle k thing we talked about that and if you are unsure what i'm talking about when i say circle k one of those back episodes i'm sure to have mentioned circle k so let's let's just stay on happy times right now (laughs) so uh but i do plan on having a giveaway really soon really really soon i don't want to spoil it so we'll wait till we get closer to uh giveaway time but today today's episode since we are in the spirit of Valentine's Day, we're going to talk about love. 
Now, you know, just like I know, love is a tricky thing sometimes. So just imagine how much worse it could get when we add in alter egos, secret identities, and disappearing at a moment's notice to save the world. And you know, some couples, they make it through those tough times. They have the, I guess, the kinds of romance people write comics about. (laughs) And then others crash and burn and become cautionary tales of the kinds of romance people write comics about. Because at the end of the day, comics got to be written. Stories got to be told. I'm trying to figure out where should I start? Should I start with the good news or the bad news? And that is a tough question. Which should I start? You know what? I'll start on a high note. (laughs) And I'm going to start with the two most iconic love stories in comics. And that's only going to get a couple of minutes of time for me today because I'm pretty sure you can guess who they are. Yep. Superman and Lois Lane. And Spider-Man and Mary Jane. I'm in love with Lois Lane. But yeah, and maybe Mary Jane. But yeah, so Superman and Lois Lane have been together since 1930 to 1938, I think it was. So nobody, they win. They win. They've been together for damn near 100 years. They win. Okay. Spider-Man and Mary Jane. Theirs has been an uh, absolute roller coaster. There are iterations of the comics where him being Spider-Man and being written, bitten by this radioactive spider has killed killed her, made her end up with cancer. Uh, there have been times where they've been married and got divorced. They've been there have been times that they've been together and broke up. They've been through it all. Iconic. We get that. Today we're going to talk about somebody different. Uh, because their stories get told over and over and over and over again. So they are truly meant to be. So I'm going to share uh, 10 more couples that found love with one another. And I'm using comics, movies, and cartoons as source material here. Because why not? <laughs> and I did a little research to make sure that I'm being inclusive and I'm rattling, rattling them off, no particular order. And I'm going to start with, I won't even number them. I'm going to start with Pepper Potts and Tony Stark because he is killing himself to make the world safer for her. And she's the only girl in the whole world who can handle him. So Pepper and Tony, next in the great love story department is Hawkman and Hawk Girl. No matter how many times death separates them, they are destined to be reborn and fall in love all over again. And if that's not a a love story for the ages, I really don't know what is. Next is Aquaman and Mira. Now they have had true to life beef in a number of iterations of their story, but they rise above it and they work it out together wonderful example of uh, perseverance (laughs) with Aquaman and Mira. Apollo and Midnighter, they are founding members of the Authority 
and Apollo was also one of the first openly gay comic book characters. They get married and they adopt a kid and they live happily ever after as far as I know. This is one that a little research helped me out because I am not familiar with the characters but if you are familiar with the characters and the group The Authority, Apollo and Midnighter a great example of a, a love relationship and then we have uh nightwing and oracle dick grayson has always loved barbara gordon they finally get together and then they eventually break up because he works too much he'll, he'll never stop being a hero and she kind of wants a normal life but anyway, they break up. The door is still open for them to rekindle their love because he always will love Barbara Gordon. Next is Black Canary and Green Arrow. Now they are the couple everyone is rooting for, but they always, always call it off before they say I do. So eventually those two will probably make it happen. But they are at least the couple that uh, everybody is saying, God, when are they going to just get together? You know, and and I can feel that that's a, that's understandable with Black Canary and Green Arrow. And then uh, Reed Richards and Sue Storm. And they have literally been through it all together. They uh, were a normal couple together. They've become superheroes together. Actually, theirs should have been up there with Superman and Lois Lane and Spider-Man and Mary Jane. So, if, yeah, so if Spider-Man, Mary Jane, Superman and Lois Lane, Superman, Lois Lane, <laughs> and Reed Richards and Sue Storm, those, that's got to be relationship goals at the top of our uh, list. Any list about comic book relationship superhero love and another one that actually i feel kind of some kind of way about getting into this one kind of late and not putting it as one of the iconics but uh barry allen and iron iris west and i love the cw iteration of barry and iris but their history goes back to the 50s and of all the flash couples this one is the most memorable to to more, most people. Most people, when you say Barry Allen, you 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 gotta be thinking Iris West, pretty close to that. And uh, Black Panther and Storm, because they had it all. They were married. They they were uh, king and queen. They're superheroes. They had it all. Except his character was owned by Marvel Studios and hers by Fox. So I wonder, you know, we don't know what can happen here now that they're both uh, under the same, will, will, will be under the same umbrella very, very soon here. So no telling, maybe we'll see them uh, get back together again. And then last but not least... Luke Cage and Jessica Jones because Luke and Jessica are super but normal and who wouldn't be rooting for that now I got some honorable mentions uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy because Harley definitely deserved to be part of a normal relationship 
another honorable mention was Hulkling and Wiccan and it's because I, it's honorable mention because I stumbled on it not a hundred percent familiar with their backstory as young Avengers we know that they are pretty much protégés of the original Avengers but in this this couple Hulkling who is obviously a protégé of the Hulk and Wiccan who was a protégé of the uh, Scarlet Witch <laughs> I'm sorry I laughed and you're gonna know why when you hear the next part of the show but I'm sorry so he's a protégé of, of Scarlet Witch and uh, he was in a dark spot in his life and they were a couple and what brought him out of that dark spot in his life was when the Hulkling proposed to him so that is a wonderful wonderful warm and fuzzy tale and I wanted to make sure that that one got shared in the in the uh, best kind of best couples section warm and fuzzy now that we've got the warm and fuzzies out of the way let's hear the bad news the bad news is that sometimes love ain't grand and just like real life there are couples that never should have gotten together in the comics hopefully these five in no particular order will make those of us spending the quote-unquote holiday alone realize how horrible it could be with the wrong person we're gonna start this whole thing off with uh bruce wayne and barbara gordon yep that barbara gordon the same one yeah so barbara gordon was dating dick grayson that dick grayson when she hooked up with bruce wayne now tell me who is the biggest piece of shit in this whole scenario i don't know i don't know if it's her or if it's batman i don't know who to be more mad at how do you how do you let that happen how do you take nightwing's girlfriend the love of his life the one at the door is still open for them to get back together who which one is the biggest piece of shit in this thing i don't know you know a lot of times you say oh batman you could have said no and then a lot of times you say well you know what if if batman was coming on to you batgirl or oracle whatever you're being called right now if he was coming on to you you know that you and you and his ward the person he pretty much raised under his roof you guys had a whole thing and batman and that's just uh okay anyway next ant-man and the wasp and i'm not talking about the old man version and the old lady version from the ant-man and the wasp movie that just came out that's kind of like a that's a great love story marvel tried to pull one over on us they tried to retell this story in such a way that we see this loving, kind situation between these two. When in the comics, and I'm not going to say every iteration of the comics, there were some uh, places in the comics that uh, Hank Pym wasn't a piece of garbage. 
But in the comics, on the timeline that I'm talking about, Hank Pym used to beat the shit out of Janet Van Dyne. And uh, he was going upside her head. So, so much so that his abusive nature affected comic book sales to the point where wouldn't nobody touch his comics with a 10-foot pole. The only way that they could resurrect this character with some type of, uh, I guess, uh, respect is by making the Scott Lang version of Ant-Man. And no, I'm not, we're not even gonna just trust and believe. Hank Pym was a piece of shit. And if you think that's bad, well, shit, shit just gets worse. <laughs> so, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. And we just saw the Maximoffs in Age of Ultron as super siblings. They were Pietro and Wanda Maximoff. So, uh, in the comics, at one point, they were super incestuous siblings. So, yes, they they were dating. And they were still brother and sister. And, you know, these stories, it just seems like it's either go ill with somebody getting their ass kicked or incest. And I, I don't know if it's... If that's saying a lot about me, because these are the people that I chose to pick for the worst. But, yeah. Incestuous siblings. So, let's go to the next one. Um, Hal Jordan and Arisha Rob. And I don't know if I'm saying her last name wrong, but you know, uh, Arisha had a crush on Hal. She's like an alien and she was kind of like kicking it around with the Green Lantern corpse. But she's only 13. She had a crush. And uh, he's 30. So Hal let her down. That is, until she artificially aged herself to look 20. Then all bets were off. Hal decided it was okay to date her because she looks 20. Even though he knows... She's only 13. All the other Green Lantern was like, hey, she looks 20. And they all knew when she was only 13. Who knew that Hal Jordan was the R. Kelly of the Green Lantern Corps? All right. And our next one is Magneto and Rogue. Now, Magneto is 60-something. Rogue is 20 something. So really what's wrong with this whole thing is just it's like one of the worst kinds of May December uh relationship. And you know Scarlet Witch in the comics is Magneto's daughter. She hooked them up. Yes, now you remember back, go back a couple. Scarlet Witch, who was in the incestuous relationship with her brother, hooked her daddy up with somebody young enough to be his granddaughter. I can't make this. I can't make it up. I cannot. And so those are my five. Just relationships in, in the comics. 
I do have some dishonorable mentions. And I don't know why. Why didn't this one just make the list proper? Maybe it's because it's just so sick that I, I it's so sick. Okay. Miss Marvel and Marcus. Now, Marcus rapes Miss Marvel to impregnate her so she can give birth to a son. Then she falls in love with Marcus and decides to live in limbo with him where they can raise their son together. Now, that's that sounds sick, right? How about this? Marcus is Miss Marvel's son. So, Miss Marvel gets raped by her son so she can give birth to him. Then she falls in love with him and decides to live in limbo with him where they can raise him together. And her pals, the Avengers, were congratulating her on this fucking clusterfuck of fuckery. Are you are you still following me? Do I need to say it in a different way? Okay. Miss Marvel's adult son, Marcus, rapes her to impregnate her so she can give birth to him. But then she falls in love with Marcus and decides that she's going to live in limbo with Marcus where they can raise Marcus together. If that's not the sickest shit. And you know what? Let me just go ahead and put this in the air. Because I, I wasn't trying to do this either. On my list of great iconic love stories, I have one, two, three, four, five, I think six, seven are DC. Let me see. Let me make sure now. Six, six are DC and four are Marvel. And on my list of five really fucked up situations, but I got one. Okay. So on my list of six, really, you know what? I got another dishonorable mention. My other dishonorable mention is Thor and Jane Foster. But you know, there's just bad relationships for regular relationship stuff. It's like nothing sick happened. And I almost don't feel like it belongs on this list anymore, but it does. Okay, so I've got seven. I've got seven horrible relationships. And uh, one, two, three, four, five of them are Marvel. Um, as far as like I guess it's an example of how Marvel takes the seedier side of things a lot of times and they don't just show you the good sides of their their characters they show you that their characters can be some pieces of garbage human waste in a lot of areas and then they go and save the world and everybody looks past their foolishness now even though Hal Jordan was on some cosmic level, level kind of pedophile type ish, uh, getting married, not even getting married. This is a sick thing. It's like getting raped 
by your son so you can give birth to that son then fall in love with him like I, I love you now even though you gave birth to him so you gave birth to him fall in love with him after he rapes you and impregnates you with him making him his own father I don't know man this who could think who could think this shit up And still, even as messed up and disgusting, it just, I just want to keep saying that over and over because it's like a sentence that doesn't even make sense. And they made a comic book out of it. <laughs> but anyway, the most iconic, abusive comic book relationship goes to Joker and Harley Quinn. I mean, because Joker and Harley Quinn, you. You, you have to admit, he beats her, he locked her in a rocket that was set to launch, he repeatedly has attempted to kill her, and among other random-ish, he threw her to some hyenas. But worst of all, worst of all, making him just a really grade-A piece of shit, he, uh, he impregnated her, ignored her for being pregnant, and then manipulated her into giving the child up. Wouldn't even talk to her until she came back to him alone with no child. Now, this is the absolute worst, most toxic couple in comic book history. Even though we still got freaking Miss Marvel over here. I don't know. <laughs> Just sick, sick shit. Like, who thinks of this stuff? So, just when you thought you had it bad by being alone on Valentine's Day, you see how much war, more worse it could be. You see how much more horrible your situation could be if you got coupled up. I feel that way. I feel so much better about being single <laughs> Have after having written this down to share with you guys. So, these lists could be so much longer but i wanted you all to join in the fun so send me your entries for great couples horrible couples or fucking train wrecks send those to me by noon valentine's day that's thursday and i'm going to share them on friday's episode so maybe maybe i'll crown a winner of the contest with a surprise there ain't no prize prize but no matter what, I really can't wait to see what you guys come up with, who you want added, who do you think maybe possibly I should take off the list. I mean, the horrible people list, that list actually, it that list does never needs to be touched. Hopefully you guys can't find anything to add to that list because it's just what I just told y'all was just complete it's utter nastiness but the love side I would love to see who you guys come up with the 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 uh, respectable relationships the relationship goals of the comic book universe I'd like to see who you guys come up with to add to this story <laughs> again I, I, 
I tried to share the the uh the Joker and Harley Quinn piece of news last so I wouldn't still be laughing about the others because not that any of it is funny it's like it's all horrible except for Thor and Jane Foster it was just like that was a normal relationship that never should have been but everybody else was fucked up wasn't it (laughs) but anyway um please email me your entries uh, that you would like to see added on the list or you can catch me on any of the social medias now emailing me do that at after the snap at gmail.com facebook is after the snap twitter is at snap after instagram is after the snap 2018 and if you guys want to donate to the cause you can do that on patreon at patreon.com slash after the snap we have tiers that start at one dollar a month go all the way up to 20 bucks a month if you are in the position to assist and you would like to do so that is the platform for you to make your monthly donations if you'd like to make a one-time donation you just don't want to be committed to a monthly donation you can do that at paypal paypal.me slash after the snap whatever you give it would definitely be you know appreciated other than that i really don't have anything else i'm not sharing any in-game nonsense today catch me on friday (laughs) this today's episode was really it was just to make everybody uh realize that that there are great examples of lifelong love in comic books and there is just stuff that you really never wanted to know existed and to be quite honest I can sit here right now and think of more I will not you've got every way to reach me send me your your entries uh, by Thursday at noon to make it into the episode for Friday and other than that I have nothing else for you. I appreciate your time. I'm going to do a roll call again for all the people that are listening all over the world on our next episode. Until then, I will catch you on the flip.